1: We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com/slash nabwic or by phone at 714-459-3918. And press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. And
0: good morning. This is Ann McNeil, the master builder, helping to build stronger and better lives. And I am so very excited today to be hosting this show with one of my Palm Beach County friends. The name of my special guest today is Dr. Angela Suttlesworth. We will be discussing healthy workplace and construction. Dr. Angela Shuttlesworth is a born and raised native of Palm Beach County. Her mission is to heal the world by changing one business with one strategy at a time through her business entitled Be, Lead, Grow. Her background in social work inspired her to go deeper towards her calling of working with organizations, especially in the construction industry, to help to create happy, healthy workplaces. Therefore, this allows the organization to increase profits. Dr. Angela has also traveled the world extensively coaching, and supporting organizations and helping to helping them to have higher increased profits at the same time low return on employees leaving the organization so good morning angela how are you this morning good morning
2: thanks for having me i am doing really well how are you
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, I told the audience a little about you, and if you can share just a little bit
2: more about what brought you here. How did you get to this point? Well, first I must say I am actually originally born and raised out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and had the pleasure of moving to West Palm Beach, Florida in high school. And that was a huge shift, which reminded me that we get to create our reality. Oftentimes, as you mentioned earlier about how we get to build the life that we desire and deserve, I got that firsthand by watching my family members, you know, be a part of social justice, um, public administration, and being a part of the solution. And thankfully, I have had a career in social work, be it in – I have a bachelor's in social work, master's in social work, and a Ph.D. all in social work, and being a part of the hands that help and shape and mold. And not a lot of times people think of social workers as the people who come in and take your kids, and when, of course, social work is a part of the healing process. So taking those strategies and coupling it with my research background, um, org development, and being an auditor and a trainer, teacher at heart, it has been the ability to take a culmination of all these skills and, and the things that I've experienced in the world and saying, you know what, what happens when people are really able to thrive? Because I've witnessed people who haven't reached their full potential and who aren't Um, really able to maximize their, you know, who their experience in the world. And a lot of times it's because of their environment. So I said, you know what, I've, been in amazing work environments, and I've been in toxic work environments, so I'm going to take these skills that I have and say, how do we prevent and heal toxic work environments with my expertise on human behavior, research and development, operations, technology, and all of these different things that holistically an organization can do to make sure that it's not only is it able to thrive, you know, with its profit, performance, and power, but the experience of its employees are able to thrive as well.
0: Now, Angela, how would that relate to
2: something like construction, the area that we're in? Oh, it it relates in so many levels, particularly because the expectation of what construction is right. Just the the first thing people think of is the hardness of it, right? And the hard hat, and you gotta have the boots. And what is it that you have to bring to the table to be a part of construction, right? And it's generally a labor, um, sometimes a labor of love. Um, I initially think of how sometimes uh, the labor laws that exist um, are they protecting those who work in that space Um, is it generally giving jobs to people who are part of the communities when we're talking about development so there's all of these different layers of you know is this contract sustainable is there a peace of mind for the employees that this is enough to take care of my family. And, of course, the higher you go up in construction, that is there a little bit more. But when you're looking at holistically as far as the reputation of construction and um, sometimes the nuances that come with reputation, it could be like they definitely could be seen as toxic work environments and there's not a norm of a healthy workplace. However, it's possible. So as we're talking about construction, it it seems like an open space to see say we have some things that we can do to nurture the well-being and the experience of those throughout the construction industry.
0: Well, safety is very big for us in the construction industry. And just the idea of having a healthy workplace, it opens the door for a lot of growth for an organization such as yours. Any ideas or suggestions you might have that our listeners can take as a nugget or a best practice that possibly they could use that crosses all workplace?
2: Absolutely. So HEALTHY is actually an acronym, and so what I'll do is I can give you the acronym and with each one we'll make it relative to construction. So the first one is to honor everyone's experience and their journey. And the way we always ask that is, you know, where are people coming from, where are they going, and where do they desire to be? And so taking that conversation with the extra time to look at staff, whether they be temporary, whether they be long-term, to say where do you see yourself within construction, do you really understand the intention and purpose of the role that you're doing right now and how it's a part of a bigger opportunity because, as we know, construction is so widespread with opportunity, right? And our perspective of the opportunities that are there Versus some people who may feel like, oh, there's only one thing that I can do because I only have been allowed the opportunity to do this one small thing, opposed to exposing them so that their journey can be long lasting throughout the industry of construction. Um, e, to establish excellence as your norm. So as these people on board throughout construction, how are we exposing them to standard operating procedures? How do we have shared language across industries? You know, when we talk about construction in healthcare, construction in the context of um, building in the community and how we are engaging the community in their conversation, what does excellence look like for them? What does it look like for making sure the job's getting done? What does it look like to to make sure that um, that you just talked about the safety codes are understood when you are going from project to project and making sure that excellence is not just something that is happenstance, but it's an intentional effort. A is to advance your culture with innovation. And so how are we consistently growing and using technologies that help us to be efficient and help us to make sure that we are creating sustainable products and and providing services? Like you think about these bridges that are falling down and there's all of these things around fear about, okay, are we building too fast? So what does innovation look like that we can actually trust? And a lot of time, that is by be educating people along the way, making sure, going back to your statement around safeguards and safety being important, and um, talking about those codes and how are we not only meeting the, the standards, but excelling at the standards, going above and beyond to ensure the safety of those who will um, enjoy the benefits of construction. L is to lead with vulnerability and joy. So as we know, and particularly um, with NABWIC and the amazing work that you're doing, particularly with black women in construction, you think about what does leadership look like? What does it take for a black woman to lead through the ranks within construction, be it going to conferences, being it partnering with your organization, be it getting the certifications that are needed, and or like we talked earlier today about just having the mindset for success. And that is so important. And being honest about, you know, some of the challenges that you may face, and but also there's joy there. What does it look like to actually enjoy the experience and have those hard conversations around sacrifice and what is expected of a woman that's in construction? Are you not able to have work-life balance? Is that just a myth? Um, what should you expect as it relates to, you know, we've talked about the Me Too movement a lot lately as far as sexual harassment in a male, dominate a profession. So there's all of these things around being vulnerable to the point that you can bring change and open opportunities for black women to exceed throughout construction. R I T to thrive with efficiency and passion. Um in construction we know timelines, deadlines, um, our ability to sometimes of course over over-deliver and, um, you know, go around these timelines. Like, can we do it under budget, right? And so we want to make sure that we're getting the job done in time, but it's still tied to our passion and our desires for our personal experience. And a lot of times people don't take the time to say, what is my personal values and why am I here? Why is it that I want to be a part of the building process Why have I chosen the field of construction? Um, Do I see the end result and what is tied to it as far as the benefits to the community? Um, Do I see the job opportunities, particularly when you're in leadership and construction? Is it important for me to have people of color here doing the work and not just am working with the labor unions, but being sure that I have people in management positions and opportunities for them to grow and excel within construction. So when we're talking about thriving with efficiency and passion, what does it mean to thrive within construction? Sometimes some people will say just getting a contract is good enough, but we want to raise that standard and say it's not just to survive, but to truly thrive. H is to hear with the intention to act. So what are the concerns within construction? And what are the opportunities within construction? And not just hearing satisfaction internally within um, construction firms, but also with the communities that are being served Um, be it with your various different stakeholders, being aware of that as well, and then doing something with the information. So we want to be aware of, you know, how you're housing that data, Um, what is your response time, what are the, the ways that you actually may articulate to the public and be it your various internal and external stakeholders to say you know what, that's great information, we wish we had known that, but you know what because of X, Y, and Z, we're unable to do that, but we'll take it into consideration the next time. So what does that look like with creating faith <laughs> that people will be able to respond to say, you know what, you all came in with this great project, but now we have all these potholes. your, you know, the traffic is horrible. There's all of these different, you know, concerns that I'm not worried about the long guiding view. I'm not worried about the end result. I just know you're stopping me from getting to work and I can't get my Starbucks on the work. Right. So being aware of the, education that's required to talk about, hey, there's going to be a change in traffic patterns, to, hey, there's going to be various things that um, we can take into account the community's needs and the community's issues ahead of time to be, again, intentional and be action-oriented to make sure that it's a good experience for everybody versus, hey, just suck it up for a little while. We'll be done, and then you'll love the end result. And then lastly is why to yield to the awesomeness of you. Oftentimes within construction we and with many fields, we are talking about the, the group dynamics and the team that got the job done. But we want to make sure that we take the time also to talk about the individual. What unique genius did they bring to the task? What different ways were they allowed to shine throughout that project? Um, and then you think about even if we're talking about projects and particularly within construction, You know, how much room is there left for innovation, for someone's genius to be able to sign? Are there positions at play for me to see myself in different capacities? So those are ways where uh, an organization, particularly a construction firm, can go through and say, how are we measuring up as it relates to our ability to be healthy?
0: That is powerful. Dr. Angela M. Shuttlesworth, Discussing Healthy Workplaces in Construction. Thank you so very much for being our special guest today on NABWIC Talks in a Moment. And with that, we're going to wrap up our show. And if you can tell us how we can reach you so those who are listening to this awesome show in the future can connect with you, Angela, your website or email or how can... How can uh, people reach you, please?
2: Absolutely. They can go to www.bleadgrow.com. That's B E L E A D G R O W. Dot com, And just for going to the website and getting information, they actually will get access to a free tool, which is Seven Keys to Prevent a Toxic Work Environment and Create a Healthy One, which goes into the benefits of using the healthy model and gives a little bit more specificity to each of these dimensions. Uh, our phone number is area code 561 722 and again, they can get all of that information at BLeadgrow dot com. And my email address is Dr. AMS. So that's D-R A M S at BLeadgrow.com, where we work with employee engagement, empowering leadership, and establishing safe spaces for innovation. Wonderful.
0: Dr. Shuttlesworth, thank you so very
2: much for being our special guest
0: and at this time, we're going to close with the commercial, and we will see you on the radio next week to all of our callers. And Dr. Shuttlesworth, we must have you back again. Thank you. Thank you.